Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is week nine of the DFS slate. Um, crazy to think that we are already to week nine of the NFL season, but here we are. Um, last week, we absolutely crushed with our picks. Um, our Tua, uh, you know, Waddle or Hill, whatever, which way you went. Um, definitely won you some money if you did follow us along here. Um, PB, unfortunately, is not here right now. He actually just, his wife just gave birth to their firstborn son. Newest um, member of the podcast. Newest member Brady. of the podcast. Yeah. Brady, Brady Blaze Barnes, the triple D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so unfortunately, he's not here to give his uh, insight and picks, which I desperately miss because um, if you follow us on Instagram or anything like that, he walked away with $8,000 last week. Um, so listening to us definitely pays off. Um, you know, we are winning most weeks here. And I think that was his third week in a row winning over a thousand dollars in a week. Yeah, he's been on fire. I was doing pretty well. Um, I had the five out of the, or I had six out of the correct nine for the Millie maker. Um, I was in 20th place heading into the fourth quarter of the early games and then kind of went downhill, but you know, we, uh, we're right there. We're on the edge. We're very close. So I would have won the Millie maker last week. I switched out uh, AJ Brown and Jalen Waddle last minute. Even if you had AJ, AJ Brown with what he did was in, in the winning lineup. So, yeah, but I had like uh Conklin who had like 20 something points. I, I don't know. It's fine. Right. We don't have to, we well, don't have to revisit that. Yeah, we'll, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll try to, we'll try to hit the winning, uh, the winning lottery ticket. Uh, for you guys this Sunday. So let's jump right into it with um, our quarterback plays. We'll give you a couple of ones that we like. We'll kind of talk about cash games and G GPP plays as well. Um, so starting off with quarterbacks, what do we like here, boys? At the high end, uh, I'm looking at uh, what I think is going to be the highest, highest scoring game on the slate, Seattle, Arizona. Uh, Kyler Murray is probably my, my top high end QB, obviously. I mean, you can you can consider Josh Allen every single week, pretty much. Um, but uh, in terms of of actual game and points, I think I think Kyler Murray has a chance to uh, put up some big numbers this week. Yeah, I think there's some good value. So I'm not playing a ton of Josh Allen. Uh, my favorite quarterback this week is Kirk Cousins in his revenge tour with Washington. We saw they just traded away their best cornerback. Uh, to an already pretty lackluster secondary. So uh, they're actually not terrible against the run. So I think they're going to lean more on the passing game. And uh, I love I love a good Justin Jefferson stack. So uh, I think this is going to be a big day for those two. Love the addition of Hawkinson. Maybe see him get in there a little bit, uh, open things up for Jefferson and Thielen more. So uh, I like the added emphasis that that organization's putting on the passing game. So for 6200 bucks, uh, I really like Kirk Cousins this week. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely with you guys there with uh, Kirk Cousins. I like the Kyler play. The Kyler play just, I don't know, they, that offense just is so sporadic. I mean, definitely having uh, D-Hop back, you know, second week in a row, and D-Hop has put up at least 20 points in his first two games. So yeah. um, if you are doing Kyler, obviously you're going to be stacking with D-Hop. Um, I actually really like Justin Herbert. Um, just below Kyler here at 7200 Um Going against Atlanta, Atlanta's secondary just got absolutely torched by P.J. Walker. Um, I know Carolina got there on the ground game uh, with um, Foreman. Foreman. Who? Foreman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Foreman put up three touchdowns. I mean, th those easily could have been passing touchdowns. Um, 
So I'm I'm liking Justin Herbert here. Um, I think it's a uh, it's a good solid play at 7,200. He's got the pass catchers. He's got the running back to go with him. Um, Not like- to uh, rain on your storm, but I want to keep you honest here. All right. Mike Williams is out with a high ankle sprain. Keenan Allen's quads are still tightening up. So he's, he says that he's probably not going to play until he's a hundred percent. So two biggest pass catchers out. I think you're going to have uh, a tough time. I think, you know what? I hitting his ceiling. I I definitely forgot to look. um, Yeah. Forgot that Mike Williams was out. I know. No, Mike for a couple of weeks. I mean, you never know. Like, Jared Goff's best game, he was missing his top four targets. So, yeah, know. I know. But maybe, okay, so maybe that makes me want to off of that and go a different direction. In tournament, though, that, I mean, like, Herbert's still got the the juice to get there. And yeah. I think a lot of people are going to pivot off of him because yeah. of those two, his top two guys being out. It's just a matter of, like, do you think with those two guys out, can he still reach a ceiling in a tournament? Because you know he's probably going to be pretty low owned with that. Yeah, yeah, he's he'll be sub three percent owned with those guys missing. Which then I guess would uh, we'll talk about later with the receiving core, um, what you can get for the value there. Because you're gonna have Josh Palmer and Carter and Everett. So we'll reach back on that. Um, but I guess we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Tua again. I still think he's pretty cheap for his price, sixty seven hundred. Um, going against the Bears secondary. Um, Bears are their two best, one of two of their best defensive players with Rokon and Robert Quinn. Uh, their secondary though is pretty decent, yeah. um, so people might be chasing points here. Um, but I again, I think with what he has available, he's the two best receivers like tandem in the league. So um, him at sixty seven hundred, and then one more before um, I'll let you guys go. Aaron Rodgers fifty nine hundred. When was the last time you saw Aaron Rodgers below? 6,500 or six. I mean, this season, he's maybe ever, but they're, they're playing the Lions who absolutely just got torched, absolutely torched by Tua. I know Tua has better receiving options, but I mean, 5,900 for the two time MVP here is, I mean, he hasn't broke seven more than 17 points all season, though. I know, but it's crazy. Like that team is just so bad right now. I, I'm just, kind of done playing like the bounce backs personally um riding the hot hands all right i do think we've seen a lot of though like to go back to herbert for a second i feel like a lot of the at least recent weeks that we've called out guys who are near the top of their respective price range by position i think have been fairly optimal plays most weeks recently um, with their low ownership too so I I even though Herbert's got got some work to do it it honestly might put a little bit more work on his shoulders and you might see um, some more attempts and and um, potentially potentially still reaching his ceiling there so definitely I still think keep an eye on him yeah but all right well I feel like those are the quarterbacks that we liked no, Josh Allen at the top. I mean, we're gonna like him every week. Um, just below him, Kyler. Um, I guess you could throw Geno into that mix as well. With that, if you think that's gonna be a high-scoring game, um, you know, Kirk Cousins. I, I think Kirk Cousins is gonna be really high on this week. Uh, and then also Aaron Rodgers at the uh, that minimum, or that fifty-nine hundred uh, at the minimum is five K is 
you know, Sammy Dunsing Ellinger again. And then you also have, um, you know, the Patriots uh, quarterbacks as well. Don't forget too. Uh, I alluded to this in our betting show, but I think that the Dolphins Bears game is actually going to surprise a lot of people points wise. And Justin Fields has been putting up good numbers fantasy wise the last two, two and a half weeks. Uh, coming off 20 point, 24, 26 point games. He's obviously always a threat in the run game. Um, Always read it in the in the red zone too. Um, they're designing runs for him, especially in the red zone to get into the end zone. And um, I do think that that game is actually going to be pretty high scoring. Uh, for any game. since you're kind of a Bears aficionado, any reports on uh, Claypool status? Are they going to throw him in there at all, or we're going to have to I, wait a little bit? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. He just got to the building yesterday, so. Um, my guess is there may be a small package of like go routes for him, but probably not enough to um, yeah deem you know a play. Yeah, any of those. I do like the fields play for fifty three hundred though. Yeah, if he's yeah, if they're going to be behind this game, which you got to assume they will be, him running the ball and throwing the ball, I, I like the fields play at that price too. Like you said, he's been the more designed runs have definitely boosted his uh, his fancy value moving forward. Um, but, um, yeah, any of those offensive players that just got traded this week probably aren't going to have any role if it, they might have a small one, but I just, I, I do think not of, enough for fantasy out of all of them though. I think that, uh, Jeff Wilson jr. I haven't looked at his price yet, but he would be the one guy that sticks out to me a little bit because he's going from one system to the same system, essentially, um, he's played with Mike McDaniels for a couple of years at the 49ers, uh, obviously same system, like I said, but, uh, yeah, agreed. If he's not extremely cheap, he's still the backup to Mostert for now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 4,900. All right. So speaking of that, yeah, let's move into uh, the running backs here. Um, top five running backs here. Um, Nick, let's uh, start with you. Who do you, who are you looking at? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Eckler's probably the biggest beneficiary to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams being out. I don't think Atlanta really has the skill set to, like, stack the box and dominate them from stopping Austin Eckler. Uh, he is really expensive, maybe the most we've seen him cost all year. But uh, I think this is probably the game that he could hit that ceiling. Outside of that, um I really like Travis Etienne this week for 6,300 bucks. We saw they got rid of James Robinson. They're just fully committed to Etienne. Took him a couple weeks to get on track, but uh, you know he's got the pass catching threat, and uh, he's got the lion's share of the running game pretty much in his pocket against a pretty subpar Las Vegas defense. So. Um, He's kind of my favorite running back play this week. And I also think at the same price, Kenneth Walker against Arizona could be a pretty fun play. Yeah. Um, bouncing back before you go, here, Alex, to Austin Eckler. Uh, last two weeks, he's played 10 receptions and 12 receptions. He had 16 Insane. targets and then 12 targets. Insane. That is, that is a running back, guys. <laughs> PPR monster. Yeah, I mean, he he ran. So his last game he played was against Seattle. He ran the ball nine times. He had twelve. How many points did he end with? 
He ended up with 36.7 points um, on DraftKings. Absolutely. With nine rushing attempts. That's absurd. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I like the Eckler card, the Eckler, Eckler call as well. Um, Alex, who are you looking at? Yeah. Uh, going back to the Miami Chicago game, uh, the Bears just got absolutely sliced and diced um, last week uh, in the run game. Uh, so I'm looking at Raheem Mostert at 6,100 there, kind of a mid-range guy, a lot of speed. Um, again, I think there's going to be a good amount of points in this game. And Bears run defense, on top of being bad, just got weaker, getting rid of Robert Quinn and Roquan, Roquan Smith, um, basically our two best run stoppers. So uh, Raheem Mostert's definitely a guy I'm keeping an eye on. And um, uh, who else was I looking at? There's one other guy that popped out. I mean, sticking to that game, you're you're playing Kahil Herbert more than Montgomery these days, right? He's He fits that for whatever reason. I think Montgomery's a better running back in general, but for whatever reason, Khalil Herbert's style has fit the offense significantly better they're, they're both getting you know 12 to 15 touches a game yeah. uh bears have have topped 200 rush yards in the past three games so between fields uh montgomery and herbert like they're all getting yards they're all getting carries uh and and herbert gets some of the um third down kind of pass catching duty as well so get a little bit of a added bonus there ppr wise mm-hmm. yeah um yeah again it's it's just that's so hard to pick that backfield, especially when everyone's healthy. It's just like, I mean, it's like throwing darts in the dark. I mean, you don't know what you're going to hit. So play that at your own risk. I mean, it's a little scary, but I'm going to be looking up, uh, talking about the higher range dude, Aaron Jones going against dude against Detroit. If you like, he's, he's the pass catcher running back there, but last week he got all the carries against Buffalo, a pretty decent run team. 20 attempts, 143 yards. Uh, he didn't get in the end zone, I don't, I don't believe. No, he, no, no, no. So, um, it, I mean, everyone's afraid of A.J. Dillon, but, I mean, I Aaron Jones is by far the superior running back there. And I, against his Lions team, which I wanted to attack, um, I think he's a great play. Um, also, moving down here, um, you know, I think that's literally the only – I mean – Eckler Jones. I'm not really a big fan of Dalvin Cook this week. Um, I know he had a pretty game, a pretty good game last week, but I just think that um the Vikings get there through the passing game and not the run game this week. Um you can always look at Josh Jacobs for you know a bounce back game. I mean, I I, I just think I don't love it against the Jags. What? I don't I don't love it against the Jags. They got a good linebacking core. Um, who's the guy they just drafted one overall? Oh, uh, the the kid from Georgia. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't Trayvon Walker. Walker. Trayvon Walker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so I don't like Jacobs as much this week. Also coming off a Raiders stinker of a game. Yeah, um, I'm just kind of fading all the Raiders at this point. Yeah. So they could show me something else. I I feel like they they have it. They still have some juice there, but um. I think so. Too. My one problem with Jacobs is his price got run up so much because of those three games that he had where he just went absolutely off. And the and we have now seen that the Raiders can put up a dud. And so, like at seventy three hundred, you might 
he might completely waste your entire lineup if he puts up a you know a 10 oh, yeah yeah no you're definitely right um a couple more running backs here then we'll move on to the most important position which is receiver uh Ramon J. Stevenson going against my Colts um at 6200 I think he's a he's a definitely someone to look at um I will say though Darius Leonard Shaquille Leonard um will be fully back this week he was in and out of the lineup last week um we also did just lose Tyquan Lewis, one of our better run stoppers, uh, to a knee injury. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson has that backfield locked down. Um, Harris is just kind of an afterthought at this point now. He does get some touches, which will stink, but uh, I still think Ramondre Stevenson is a good play. Also to note, um, Jonathan Taylor has missed two practices in a row now, um, and they just trade away Hines. So that leaves the bag of bones, Zach Moss, um, and Deion Jackson, if you do remember when Deion Jackson did play that one week, he had 10 catches and he topped 100 yards um, rushing. He's a good runner from Duke. Um, so if you are looking for something that maybe go a little bit longer, and that, that might be a cash game play because he's they still haven't priced up. Um, he's 5,200, um, especially going against the Patriots defense. Maybe not the greatest matchup, but he is a starting running back at 5,200 yeah. if Taylor's out which yeah. I, it's kind of looking like he probably won't be out. Will be or won't be? He probably, I mean, he misses two practices. I mean, the Colts yeah. run offense right now is pretty abysmal. So it's like, you know, play this at your own risk. But um, yeah. he was in the winning lineup a couple weeks ago for um, uh, for a couple people there. And, yeah, I think that that, that does it probably for the, uh, the running back situation. So now, like we always say every week, receiving options are the – way that you win money in tournaments um, because this is where you get different. Um, there's a lot of options here. So at the top of the table, who are we liking, boys? We already called out. I mean, obviously, we talk about this every week. A lot of your top receiving option is going to be tied to your quarterback, right? So we we already called out two guys at the top here, Justin Jefferson, 8,600. My opinion, best receiver in the league, um, and D-Hop. Uh, if you like the Seattle-Arizona game or Kyler Murray, Hopkins is in his two games back, 14 targets, 13 targets, over 100 yards in both, and a touchdown, a sick one-handed grab. Uh, so, you know, both of those guys are going to get a ton of looks. They're going to get quality looks in the red zone, and they're also deep ball, long play threats. Um, so kind of checking all the boxes of a, a top wide receiver for me and DFS. Um, so those are the, the two guys I'm looking at up there. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think uh, I'll probably play some Amonra St. Brown this week, the sun God. He's back healthy, not too many other receiving options. So I just think off pure volume alone for 6,600, he should get 10 to 15 targets, no question. Um, and I think he's pretty talented, so I like that upside, even though Green Bay's got a tough defense. Jari Alexander's kind of known for being a lockdown cornerback, but uh, I don't know. I think with that volume, he'll still you know produce pretty well. There's not a ton of receivers that I'm crazy about this week, to be honest. Um, I kind of like a lot of the safe plays, you know, D-Hop and Justin Jefferson, um, which is kind of why I went cheap at quarterback this week, but yeah, I don't know. I I think that I was looking at DK and Lockett. They've been kind of going off to in that 6K range, but uh, 
Byron Murphy is probably going to take out uh, Lockett. So I think DK could be a pretty good play. Um, yeah, there's not a whole else I'm in love with here. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, you know, Tyreek Hill and Waddle, they're priced back. They're priced up now um, after what they did last week. Uh, Hill, 8,500, Waddle, 7,400. Um, but the J Jets call, 8,600. I think he's probably going to be up there as decently owned, which he should be because of what he can do to the secondary. Um, CT Higgins is about 7,300. He got priced up now because of um, Jamar Chase is out. He's the only option there. Even Tyler Boyd got priced up, which I thought yeah. was uh, – the Tyler Boyd at 6,300 is kind of ridiculous in my opinion. Um, but I'm going to look at another Colts player, Michael Pittman. Uh, he's below 7,000 now. He's at 6,800. Um, Sam, Sammy Gunslinger threw uh, target nine times last week. Um, he's still obviously the alpha there. Um, and I think that, you know, just on pure volume, what Nick talked about with um, Amon Ross and Brown, Pittman is in kind of the same category there about getting the target share. Um, he's only scored one time this year. That was the very first game. Um, so look for him. I think he can get on track and be a safety valve for uh, Sam Allen here. Um, but, I mean, dude, I mean, you're right, Nick. There's not a lot of receivers that I'm really liking this week. Um, Romeo Juki's 5,300. Again, we're going to be talking about that game. Um, he got into the end zone last week against Buffalo. Um, he had an insane catch. Yeah, a little yeah, spinorama. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I, I honestly like him, um, again, to attack this Detroit secondary is something I'm yeah. going mean, um, Also, if you do like the Minnesota-Washington game, um, Scary Terry is 5,900. Dude, 5,900 against – the Vikings have a pretty beat-up secondary as well. Um, it's a very good bring back. You know, he had eight targets last week, six touchdowns – or six receptions, uh, over 100 yards. They're going to be throwing a lot. <laughs> they are going to be throwing a lot because – Minnesota's a little bit better on the ground than they are in the secondary. So that's kind of mids here. What about below the uh, the 5K range where we find these uh, diamonds in the rough here, boys? Uh, going to the the Chargers here, Joshua Palmer, 5,100. Um, got 12 targets last game against Denver. Uh, didn't have a huge outing, 57 yards, 14 or 15-ish uh, fantasy points. And DeAndre Carter, uh, seven targets. Again, only seven points, but um, when you've got Keenan Allen, I mean, this is obviously depending on on him. Uh, he didn't practice, I think, today or yesterday with that hamstring. Uh, so if he's playing, I'm definitely backing off of those two guys a little bit more. But um, in terms of the cheaper options, if Keenan Allen's out, you've got Justin Herbert throwing to wide receiver one at 5,100 salary i mean that's that's pretty pretty hard to top in my opinion um kind of reminds me of some of the weeks like a Deion jackson like we were talking about where the top guy goes down um and the prices are factored in prior to that uh so you're seeing some value there again though in tournaments it can be your detriment because they could get to up to like you know 30 40 percent owned oh yeah definitely i i think they will be in that price range as well um, but what would, would be uh, kind of unique here, though, if you double stacked, you know, Carter and um, Palmer there with, uh, you know what, you could even go, you can go four, you can go 
you know, or three, sorry, Eckler, Palmer, and uh, Carter. Everett. Or, or, or Everett, too. Or Everett, too. That would be super unique. Um, definitely not a lot of people would be going that route, I don't think. Um, then you can, you know, pay up other places as well. Um, but, dude, I, there's, you're right. There's not a lot of players. The cheapest – the cheapest I'm going is 47 and 4,800 with uh, Darnell Mooney and Garrett Wilson, both wide receiver ones. We saw uh, Zach Wilson, I think, threw for like 350 yards last week. So um, encouraging signs that he could get over that mark. I mean, that's that's an impressive amount of yards. And I think uh, Garrett Wilson was the main receiver. Elijah Moore, who we know has been disgruntled on that team has pretty much been faded out of all game plans at this point. So uh, it's kind of opened the door for Garrett Wilson, young rookie to step in and uh, show everyone what he's got, put up 20 points last week. So uh, he's got a tough matchup, but I, I like the opportunity there for the price. And then Darnell Mooney, like Alex was saying earlier, fields is looking better, starting to feel comfortable in that offense. Uh it's him and Velas Jones out there, and Velas Jones is nothing to write home about right now. So, uh, quite the second sure round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, that, that's tough. I mean, he, he dropped that touchdown last week. That was tough. Uh, uh, I from this point on in this podcast and however long we do this, we will never ever ever mention the name Robbie Anderson ever again. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna in the recordings anytime he gets dropped in there just bleep it'll be yeah, the exactly. it'll just be the bleep from here on yeah. because pb has said him in years past and this year we said him like, no do not play him he sucks he's not good at football right now um i don't care what cliff beanberry says like yeah we'll get more involved no you won't because he's not a good player you got elijah you got um you got the other more there you got Greg Dorch. I'd rather play those guys. Um, the last receiver we'll talk about, and then before we go on to tight ends and then build our lineup here, um, there's one player that every year has like an insane blow-up game, and then he doesn't do anything for the rest of the year. That's Sammy Watkins. 3,600 Sammy Watkins for the Green Bay Packers. Um, again, attacking um, the Lions secondary. He only got three targets last week against Buffalo, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers right now just hates every person on his receiving core. Um, so I, 36, I, I honestly think this is a game where Aaron Rodgers throws for like 500 yards. Um, so I, I honestly think Sammy Watkins is a look at, at 3,600. Um, because besides that, there's not really anyone else in that, uh, in that range where I'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd play him at this price range. So um, I think that does, that does it for the receiving cores. Let's move on to, Tight ends, which, you know, again, there's all the big names are off the uh, main slate on Sunday. Uh, the highest person is going to be Zach Ertz at 5,100. Um, so what do you guys like in here? I mean, my strategy is built around uh, spending a lot elsewhere. I'm going to just kind of go through the top guys right here. Uh, Zach Ertz has seen a significant decrease in target share since DeAndre Hopkins is back. Um, so don't like him. TJ Hawkinson, second most expensive. We know he's not going to play. He's on a new team. Don't go there. Uh, Darren Waller, kind of just a big name priced high, but uh, hasn't done anything since week two. And that gets you down to Gerald Everett, 4,800 bucks. I think that's the most I would go at tight end. Um, all those top guys you can't touch. 
if you want to keep going, Kyle Pitts, I mean, he hasn't done shit all year, but you could throw it out at him. So to me this week, I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet at tight end. I don't like anyone. And uh, just going to maybe throw a random guy in there and hope they get a touchdown. Yeah, that's that's kind of surprising, Nick. I feel like tight end's always your wheelhouse, right? Like, I feel yeah. like you've got a good, uh, a good touch on those. Yeah, I think the if you always look at like the outside linebackers and the strong safeties specifically, that's where I kind of try and find the best match, like mismatches. Yeah, and uh, it's been working. So, yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with you on the top three for sure. Um, uh, two guys that uh, we've talked about in weeks past. Um, I guess maybe not so much this first guy, Big Bob Tanyan. Um, Corey's just mentioning it. He thinks Rogers is going to have a great game and pretty much none of those wide receivers, uh, have done anything this year. Um, big Bob's been on that team for a couple of years now, him and Rogers definitely have a connection. Um, and Detroit's secondary safety linebacking core is nothing to ride home about. Um, and then the guy right below him, Tyler Higby. um, Cooper Cup got banged up at the end of that, that game last week, uh, dealing with an ankle. I think he still plays, but uh, something to keep an eye on. He may be limited a, a little bit. And uh, we see Tyler Higby, um, you know, aside from a couple of weeks ago against Carolina, 14 targets, 10 targets, six targets. Um, didn't, didn't get there the last two weeks, but it is going to get a good amount of looks again, I think. Um, although I will say, you know, Tampa Bay's linebacking core is a bit hit or miss this year, but they do have some big names there. So it's a chance uh, he doesn't get there. But those two guys I do I do like. Dude, um, Nick, going back to you, dude, Seattle's so bad against tight ends. Zach yeah. Ertz, they could eat this week. But again, you did you did mention um, you know, Hopkins being back. That will hurt his target share. It has hurt his target share. Oh, yeah, um, a ton. Yeah. I just don't think for 5,000, he's worth that at all. Like to me, he has the same upside, you know, like I'd rather spend a thousand less go with Kyle Pitts or yeah. Tyler Higby, you know, like someone who's going to get the same volume just saves you a budget. Yeah. Uh, at least for this DFS stuff. I mean, so last he's, time he's had six targets over two games. I know. but last that compare, That's what he was putting up each week. So he, I mean, he kind of lost half his workload. Statistically. I know, but last time he played Seattle, he had 10 targets, seven receptions, 70 yards. Yeah. So, well, that was, was right before Hopkins came back. He had. Yeah. So, he's, yeah, obviously his target shares have dropped, but I think it's it'd be remiss if um, if you didn't play any of Zachers this week. Um, also, uh, I think we kind of nailed everything else. Um, Everett at 4,800. I think, you know, we talked about that. I think that's a good look, especially with his. Top two targets being out, I think that's a good pick. Um, and then Evan Ingram, he's been get, slowly getting. Did you? Did someone mention him? No, no. no. So Evan Ingram, six targets, seven targets, six targets, ten targets in his last four games. Um, he got into the end zone last week for the first time this year. Um, going against the Chargers, who again just got absolutely dismantled on defense. Um, so I'm I'm definitely looking at that as well. So uh, with that being said, let's. Uh, Let's go into what we've built up a lineup here for you guys. And, uh, you know, you, you can copy if you want, but please don't actually don't do that. Just, you know, 
take pieces from it. Maybe get a little bit unique. Yeah. <laughs> All right, going to quarterback. What What do you guys um, What do you guys want to go? Do you want to pay up a quarterback, or do you want to pay up somewhere else? I mean, uh, I think I think I'm either personally either going Kyler Murray D Hop stack or Kirk Cousins J Jets stack. Okay. I Nick, what do you what do you like? Oh, I like the price. Uh for the Millie Maker, I'm just I'm staying away from the Kyler Murray thing just because I don't like interdivision matchups as much. I think those tend to be lower scoring. So I like Kirk Cousins in the revenge tour. Yeah. Let's throw him and him in here then. Yep. Yep. Um the the other piece with I mean so with Washington, if we want to run this game back, I think we play Scary Terry um, at 59. Yeah. I think it's just a – Was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, right Jahad Dotson's still out. Curtis Samuel's kind of your only other option there. And uh, he did good with Carson Wentz, but he hasn't done anything. He's a lot of the, like, dump off screen slant routes. So, like, yeah. his, his ceiling is fairly touchdown dependent. Uh, in yeah. Life. Like he's gonna get some looks, he's gonna get some targets, but it's a lot of short yardage stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like playing the talent here. Yeah, we want to just finish wide receiver. Maybe go get uh, someone cheap from the Chargers. I was gonna say either we play. Yeah, I mean we could do that. Um, Palmer I, did clear concussion protocol, so. But my, my other question is: we, I think we have to. We're gonna have to double stack Cousins here. Because mm-hmm. he's not going to get there on the on the run game, so that's either us playing him with, um, you know, Thielen, or it's playing him with Dalvin Cook. I don't think I don't think we have to. I definitely don't want to play Dalvin Cook because I think that Austin Eckler. Like I want to play either Austin Eckler, Gerald okay. Everett, or Josh Palmer. Okay. I'm looking right now to see if AJ Terrell's back because I, I think, think that I was going to ask. I was going to. I honestly don't I don't hate KJ Osborne if we're double stacking Kirk. Like he, he's he's fourteen hundred cheaper than Thielen and like has put up fairly similar numbers. Yeah. I mean I, I let's just here, let's do this. Let's let's build out let's go to running backs and then we'll see what we need to do at the the last wide receiver position here. I love Nick's call with um Travis Etienne. Um, you just saw what happened with the Raiders against with Kamara. Kamara put three touchdowns. Travis Etienne's definitely going to be a little, really popular this week, but I mean he's he's getting the numbers right there. And you can see since you know being absolutely feasting since they got rid of James Robinson. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So the next question is in this price range: Do we like? Are we going to pay up for the Eckler one, or we like Aaron Jones? Do we like? Um. Who was? He was lower I mean, than Eckler and Aaron Jones both sound great. So it just depends how much money we have. Okay. I think let's try and squeeze Eckler in. Okay. And then we'll run back to Jones if we need to make some room. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, let's get defense. I mean, I looked at any of the defense this week. Um Buffalo, Cincy. I think you could probably get um I think the lowest scoring game this week is going to be the Bucks Rams. Um, Bucks at three K, or maybe the 
the Patriots defense. Sorry, Corey. I just I just don't see anything good coming out of they're forty one hundred. Yeah, right. And yeah, that's too expensive. Yeah. Who are the Jets playing? Buffalo. Oh, no the thanks. are also the most expensive. No, thank you. All right. <laughs> um I don't I don't really like the Bengals defense. They just lost their best cornerback, DJ Readers out. And, and PJ Walker's playing on his head. So I don't yeah. prefer I don't that mind. one. I don't mind the Bucks defense at home against a really bad offensive line with the uh yeah. Rams here and Cooper Cup is banged up. So I like the Bucks. Okay. All right. So that leaves us 3,700. Um, I do not think we're going to be able to get Eckler in there. What about you could throw in? Hmm. We didn't talk about Dawson Knox at all. Just touchdown dependent for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think someone with volume would be Everett. I think you have to play Everett. At yeah. 800. I know he's probably going to be the most popular tight end this week, but um, yeah, it is what it is. And then for flex, we can get really crazy. We could throw the Sammy Watkins in there at 3,600. Um, <laughs> that's that's only 28. All right. Can't All right. Move, move off Eckler to Aaron Jones. <laughs> 42. Right. That gets us some monies. 4,200. How much cheaper is I would give you KJ Osborne, but I, I don't I don't know if that's he's so what's like the cheapest defense? Maybe we could get some money back there. Jets. You can't Jets, Panthers, Commanders. Um <laughs> Jets I don't like those bottom teams at I don't all. hate I don't hate the Colts. I don't either. Yeah, as, they're kind of like Patriots are kind of in shambles right now still. And they're getting, they're getting Shaq Leonard back, so that's going to help in the run game a lot, which is what New England's been leaning on. I would do that. They're going to be low-owned. see what that gets us to, 45. Saves us 300. Ugh. I mean, you could double – and I, I'm not playing pits. I mean, you could, but – Oh, there you go. Deion Carter. Who? Deion Carter. DeAndre, yeah. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Carter. He's the LB wide receiver, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I so uh, but you on him and Everett. And then you're also banking on Sammy Watkins and Aaron Jones. Yeah, I have a I feel like if these two guys well, maybe not. I was gonna say if these two guys hit their ceiling, then uh, Herbert is probably the quarterback. Player. Yeah, what's Herbert at? What? What? Oh, he's seventy four hundred, isn't he? He's more expensive. Yeah, seventy two. Seventy two thousand more. Damn. What if we went off of Everett? Yeah, we'll we went Big Bob, and then was I guess fifty five. Oh, okay. So then do you just have all Packers? No. Well, we can move off. Oh, <laughs> Jones, yeah, Watkins, right. Antonian. No, then we can right. we can go down to Aaron Rodgers at fifty nine hundred, then give us even more money for the extra flex position. Mm-hmm. Probably very low owned too. Yeah, I don't mind that. That's a low owned stack. That's 
one, two, three. That's a slaughter. But you're 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 betting on a Green Bay shootout. So if he does put up fifty points, I mean, this is looking real nice. I know, but the issue is, who do you run it back on the? You. Uh, we had to get Amara, uh, St. Brown. St. Brown. 66. Yep. $800. Move off Scary Terry. And then that leaves us 5,100, which you can get. Oh, God, that just puts doobies there, but we don't want to go doobies. You can go to. You could go to. Um, Palmer, there you go, Joshua Palmer, and get yeah. that, and get that. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of eating at for the Packers. The Packers. Um, that's a lot of Packers. It's a lot of Packers, but it's. I mean, it is the Lions' defense. No, I think it's too many Packers. Um, <laughs> I was just saying, I'm done with the bounce backs. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're, we're gonna clear this out let's all get right, back, let's restart uh, let's clear it out we're gonna get back we'll cut to that our, out our original stack okay yeah and uh, so we like etn maybe we try and find a cheap running back i don't there's not really a cheap where's back. uh what about dion carter he's 5200 no jackson sorry jackson Let's try that. Is uh, Taylor uh, going to play or? He hasn't practiced the last two days. Okay. I think right. for the sake of the show, we should uh, assume he's not playing. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Then go Colts defense again, 2,700. Um, We like Big Bob. I mean, I think we could afford Everett now. Okay. Everett. Everett a shot. I think he's probably the best tight end play this week. All right. So then we have two 5100s. Um, I don't hate so 66. So if we did put, let's see if how much we can get if we did put uh, Sammy in there. 67. You get like St. Amonra, St. Brown again. Oh, yeah, you can. Where, why are these cube? Oh, you're in a no, hole. No. <laughs> like, like, auto sorted. Are we in some super some flex? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could get a Monra in there. Um, we talked about DK. I think I like the volume for Monra. What, what about Kent Walker at 6,200? Don't, don't hate that at all either. Kung Fu Kenny. Um. Yeah, I mean, you can have the run back with Swift with the Sammy Watkins. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how healthy he is. That's the issue. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be limited for a while. Yeah, and Campbell said uh, on Monday that he still is not fully healthy and that at least one of his um, one of his runs should have gone to Jamal Williams instead. Like, he's still not. Okay, then I then I say we we hit Anmar St. Brown here um, at sixty six hundred. I think he's going to get all the targets there. Um, you know, subject to change throughout the week, but I mean, I like that Amonra, St. Brown, Scary Terry, and Justin Jefferson. That's kind of a wagon of the wide receiver front. 
Yeah. And the only thing that really, Deion Jack, the, um, the Jackson play could be detrimental, but if Taylor's a, you know, a no-go, he's fully there. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Perfect. Well, that took a little bit longer than expected. We got a little, this is what happens. If you look up a lineup too long, you just start second guessing yourself and <laughs> yeah. that doesn't fit. So, um, um, with that being said, uh, thank you guys for listening, you know, um, follow us on social media. We will be changing. We'll probably change around the lineup a little bit, um, but you know, like, and subscribe and uh, we'll see you guys next week and good luck with your, uh, your Sunday tournaments.